So welcome to a, a rather unusual Talker United Yellow Army Devon Live Herald Express podcast. Hope you can hear us okay. As you can hear, there's a match going on behind us. We're, uh, Dave and I were in the most privileged position possible for a football fan. This is a behind-closed-doors friendly, and we are behind the closed doors. Talker United are currently leading by a goal to nil um, against a, a South Devon College team. But the facilities, Dave, are magnificent here, aren't they? We're up at the we're college. At the, uh, we're at the new... Um, 4G all-weather pitch at South Devon College um, uh, and a fantastic facility it's it is not only the pitch but the uh, all the facilities attached to it the dressing rooms the video analysis room uh, office canteen you name it it's a it's an extraordinary development and uh, a, a huge boon and obviously we, we, we realize that South Devon College are very keen to involve the community as much as possible in hiring out this and their yeah. other great facilities over actually in the college building which uh, well <laughs> Gary Johnson's just said <laughs> he said <laughs> Man City paid 200 million for this sort of stuff and uh, with a bit of luck um, United have managed to get involved at quite an early stage so um, well there can't be a better surface to train on than this this is a brand new all-weather pitch uh, match going on here. It's it's up on the hill, up above Long Road. If you know Paynton, we're looking down over the fields towards Stoke Gabriel. Great location. Not a bad day either. Although no. it's a little bit chilly up here, isn't it? Nothing that you and I. Uh, we're we're, <laughs> yeah. we're stood in. Uh, you and I've likened it to the old mini stand it at is. Blainmore. There's two small stands here, one seated, <laughs> which seats about 60 or 80 people, and then a little covered terrace where you and I are currently watching the game it feels just like those old days it <laughs> does and we're, uh, mini stand. we're ruining Keith the linesman's concentration here but, uh, yeah. but there we go so uh, yeah plenty to discuss of course the, um, the, the the game at the weekend the Slough game a 4-0 win for Torquay I didn't get to that one but it uh, extended the, the run of wins 10th successive Tenth victory successive win. uh, not straightforward um, uh, I'm sure people have heard by now that um uh, um, Slough had a player sent off just before half time in a rather unusual incident. He'd, he'd just been booked, Ben Harris, he was called, just been booked for a, what was a clear foul on, on Liam Davis. Um, but, but his response was then to, uh, well, um, he, tell the pop side what he thought of their singing at him. Yeah, um, it was the old Agincourt gesture, it, it, wasn't it? It, it was. Uh, and uh, the referee, Jason Richardson, decided I'm not having any of that. But I've since found out, uh, and probably one or two of the busier United fans have already found out, that he wasn't actually sent off for uh, the gestures he made to the crowd. It was actually for foul and abusive language. So... Um, uh, uh, you know that's an interesting one. They de they were very upset about it because they thought it hadn't warranted it. Um, but I think uh, and Gary Johnson said after it's quite interesting that he was congratulating the United fans for their part in the victory yeah. because uh, what what they had sung at uh, at Harris after the booking clearly uh, upset him. And well, uh, even if he hadn't been sent off for foul and abusive language, he would probably have been sent off for, for doing the V sign to the pop side. There, there you, you go. Yeah. I mean, it's it's um, a fairly harmless gesture, but you just can't do it. Can no, you? you can't get away with that. No, but but. <laughs> You know, I'm sure there will be Slough people who say, oh, well, that changed the game, you know, we might have got a result without it. Well, good luck to them, fine. I, I personally think Torquay would have beaten 11 in the second half just just as, as easily as they yeah. beat 10 in the end. Um, uh, you know, they get the way they're playing at the moment with the pace and the, uh, and the quality at the moment and, of course, their stamina. 
uh, they tend to get to everybody sooner or later, yeah. and uh, and I th I think they would have beaten beaten eleven as well as they beat ten in the end. And um, what was it a case of the second half performance being much better than the first, or was it just um, more of the same? And no, I think it was more of the same, and I suppose you could say the finishing was better. It, yeah, you know it must have been, wasn't it? But um, uh, they were just. Uh, uh, relentless was the word that Gary Johnson used yeah. and uh, uh, it, it took a very very good strike by Ben Winter Ben's to set the yeah. ball rolling um, just outside the box um, his first goal for the club good luck, good luck to him uh, and I think a little drawing a line under the fact of no, not drawing a line it's not the right word but but underlining perhaps you know how well he's been playing recently he's uh, he by his own admission he didn't have a great start to the season uh, and he's really um you know pushed on in the last few months yeah. i think uh, one of the many players who who of course has apparently appears to have benefited hugely from uh, johnson's uh, influence yeah well, he's out here playing in front of us now as well. Conor Lemonhay Evans has just uh, scored a second for Torquay there, by the way. And um, Sekou Jani has just left one of the uh, South Devon lads. You'd almost say back on his heels with amazement uh, at um, I, I was quite, nutmegging quite, him. I'm quite surprised to see Sekou out there today because um, uh, at the weekend and again since, uh, several United players have been suffering from what we'll euphemistically call stomach problems. Um, and uh, the, the Plainmore crowd, by the way, another very noisy, supportive Plainmore crowd, more than 2,600 yeah. last Saturday, which I thought was a very good gate considering the number of games that it fans was, it was had the to show game in fifth quick game in, in a very short period of time and Johnson was 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 quite rightly you know flagged that up but um, when they're all wins it becomes you know yeah. the momentum gets to the fans as well doesn't that's it that's right yeah um so uh, yeah, you know it was. But anyway, Seiko Jani, I'm sure some of the United fans who were there last Saturday was. <laughs> the rest of the the game was ready to kick off, and United were out there. There was only ten players on the pitch because uh, Jani had uh, decided it was best if he popped back into the changing room for uh, for another minute or two, and he was probably suffering more than anybody else. And. Uh, uh, this is an 18-year-old lad. I, I, I just think he's been monstrous up front the last few weeks, and um, uh, he didn't score on Saturday, and neither did Jamie Reid, no. uh, um, which was unusual. Um, but uh, he put in another tremendous shift yeah. up front, and uh, uh, one or two other United players at the moment have been sitting out of training for the last couple of days. They've had a few days off, by the way. Yeah. Uh, came back in yesterday uh, because obviously they have no game against Bath this Saturday. Uh, no game this Saturday. They play Bath on Saturday week. Um, so Gary Johnson's given them the, uh, you know, the chance to, to have a little rest and, and also to, you know, quite a lot of them are living away from home. Yeah. Go back and see the folks and, and mentally freshen up as much as anything. Yeah. But, uh, but anyway, Seiko Jani's out there this afternoon um, running around as, as usual and uh, looking, looking very dangerous. So he's obviously over whatever, yeah. whatever ailed him last Saturday. This is a strong talky team, by the way, playing in this practice game. I mean, yeah. Gary Johnson obviously wants to keep the players fresh, wants to yeah. keep them active, wants to keep them playing. A couple of trialists uh, in there. Um, uh, the the back four is as it would be probably on a, on a Saturday. Yeah, Winter. Sean McDonald in goal. Winter, yeah. Sendles, White, Cameron, and Davis. Rory's playing. Uh, uh, Rory Keating midfield. Connor Lemonhay Evans is playing. Yeah, uh, there's, a, there's a, a, a lad who's been. Not sure what his name is. Uh, he's been training with United for about a week out on the left-hand side, and um, another trialist in the middle with with uh, with Saker Jani. But and uh, Southampton College giving a good account of themselves here. We're told that Alan Slough's grandson 
well, is playing at left back. Older United fans remember Alan Slough as United's coach back in the 1980s under Bruce Rioch. His son, um, uh, oh, come on, come on, come on, Dave. I've forgotten his, his son's name. Now I remembered it just a few seconds Chris, ago. Chris Slough, yeah. that's right. Yeah, um, his, his son, Chris. Uh, was a very good player in his own right, um, and apparently Alan Slough's grandson is playing for South Devon College at fullback this afternoon. Doing pretty well too. Keeper's made a couple of good saves as well. Yeah. Don't know the name of the keeper, but um, well played, whoever you are. Um, so a lot of the talk this week at Playmore has been about new contracts. Yeah. Um, some being signed and sealed, others still waiting to be signed and sealed, but um, some significant players have signed for some significant lengths of time, haven't well, they? Well, they're, they're, they're more or less, as far as I understand it, there's been no official announcement by the, by the club, but uh, they're, they're more or less, as I understand it, 18-month contracts, in other words, the rest of the season and next. And, and if you think about it, that would tie in with Gary Johnson's recent remarks about uh, trying to assess whether this squad would mm. be good enough in the conference in the National League, beg your pardon, um, should United get there next season. And so um, uh, you, you would think that's a pretty sensible length of time to, yeah. be, to be issuing. Um, at this level of football, you don't get two, two and a half year contracts. It's a bit much. Um, but uh, Calvin Kalala has, has, uh, has, has signed on. Asa Hall, who of course played under both Kalala and Hall, played under Gary Johnson at Cheltenham before he came to United. Um, uh, Liam Davis has just shaved the bar from 25 yards. A fizz, I think yeah. we'll call that. Um, uh, and now in the last couple of days, um, Kyle Cameron and yeah. Sean McDonald are both signed, re-signed. Re, re so, um, and, and I think I'm pretty sure there'll be more coming. Um, uh, Gary Johnson mentioned after the Slough game that um, I can't remember whether he used the word some or most of the players. Yeah. Um, uh, and I know most of them have uh, have been spoken to about extending their current deals. And uh, and it wouldn't be a rocket scientist. Um, uh, to suppose that Jamie Reid is uh, is fairly high on the list. He'd be the one that the, the fans are most anxious to see at the moment, I would have thought, wouldn't yeah. you? Uh, I mean, you know, the guy scored 18 goals, for goodness mm. sake. Um, 17 of them under under Gary Johnson. and um, I, I, It's an interesting situation, isn't it? It's the time of year. This is January. Transfer, the league transfer window is, is in place. OK, so clubs at Torquay's level aren't governed by that. But... Uh, they are governed in a way that uh, the, you know other clubs can yeah. be interested in our players, um, and uh, uh, I, I would have thought I wouldn't be at all surprised if Jamie Reid has been watched by other other clubs, and I'm sure he has been, yeah. and he might not have been the only one. Um, you know, would he uh, um, sign straight away? No, I think he'd go. Well, let's see if anything comes in. It doesn't really mean he's not being loyal and wants to leave. I don't think Jamie Reid is oh, no. busting to no. leave anyway. Um, but, you know, you'd probably go, well, let's just see what, if anything, yeah. comes in. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, Bob's your uncle. Um, uh, uh, Gary Johnson is a very experienced guy. <laughs> li li uh, his son, he, he and his brother Peter are... are uh, uh, um, making contingency plans in in all eventualities at the yeah. moment. Well, and very wise they would be to do it, I suppose as well. And um, a player who's left this week, George Essiman, has gone out yeah. on loan. Um, I, I was slightly surprised to see that, but, but because um, partly because Jean-Yves Cuniarty is is currently injured, and it doesn't leave United. Uh, um, uh, overly covered at the back there, but uh, well, Gary Johnson was saying, "Well, yeah, hold on a minute. 
a I think he can you know if, if the worst comes to the worst he, he he would know what to do but also Asa Hall can drop back into the back three as we've already seen yeah um, there's one or two other players who could do a job in there if it would be necessary but I, I think as well there is an element of being fair to people like George Essieman you know he's not playing an awful lot of football at this time of year you're a pro you need to be playing yeah. don't you um, uh, uh, he, he's not he wasn't one of the first ones you know like the Jason Bantons the Chris Regis's that you know who went out pretty early on Bobson Balling um, uh, you know he's been around the squad very popular member of the team can play at right back as well yeah. um, uh, and I, I think he's done a reasonably good job when he's when he's been called on uh, but he's, I think he's played 20 odd games this season yeah. something like that so it's not as if he's been a complete you know also mm. ran um, but uh, no, he's gone to um, Dulwich Hamlet for the rest of the season, yeah. where of course Jason Banton has just extended his his one month loan. And we still have them to play, don't we? We still got to play. Still got to play them at home. Yeah, yeah. Um, one two nil up there not long ago. Um, they of course since then have moved back to Champion Hill, their mm. their own ground, and yeah. are pu- pulling in huge crowds at Champion Hill, three thousand plus gates for their last. Three home right. games, yeah, yeah. They've yeah. been welcomed back. Oh, then. yeah, absolutely. That's good. It's, 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 it's a, a, an interesting club. They've got a, a great, great support base, and it's a very community-oriented club. Yeah. Um, uh, good crowd when United played them at Tooting's ground yeah. and and won there. Uh, but now they're back at Champion Hill. It's it's really taking off. It's a shame that they apparently. I don't think the results have been that great. But there you go. You see that decision by the linesman just then? Do you think that was borderline? No, 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 definitely. No, he's shaking yeah. his head. It must yeah. have been a, must have been a clear one. <laughs> must have been two clear ones apparently. But um, so the the, the Truro uh, arrangement appears now to have come to an end. That has now off. finished. Yeah. Uh, um, United are now the only. Uh, um, uh, users of Playmore, and I think we'd all say hurrah to that. Yeah. Um, uh, and it's it's you know, a huge relief. <laughs> Talking to Johnson last night, and he said, "I'd imagine that Julian Goulthorpe and the ground staff are throwing a party as we speak." Yeah. Um, a, a huge relief to them, and of course, it's it's come at a at a, a, a good time when um, United don't have a game. Uh, until January the 26th. So, so the so pitch has got a little bit of time to recover has. now, hasn't it? It's not the yeah. growing season, so it's not suddenly going to be covered mm. in grass in, in a week or ten days' time. That isn't going to happen. But it does at least give um, uh, uh, the ground staff a chance to, yeah. to, 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 to work on it a little bit. And thank goodness for this dry weather. It's come at just the right time, hasn't it? it yeah. All that rain looked as if it was going to really muck the place up, wouldn't it? And it did to a yeah, certain extent. Yeah. Um, you know, the new pitch that was laid in the summer uh, was terrific, and the sheer pressure of games plus the weather, um, uh, you know, <laughs> took yeah. its toll. We, I think we've all seen that, and uh, hopefully, um, uh, I mean, great credit to Julian Goulthorpe and the staff for producing a pitch even in. Difficult uh, circumstances. Fairly extreme circumstances. Absolutely. That number of games, and I would Quite. calculated that number of games and, by the end of and, October. And, and you always fear, don't you, in those circumstances, that it's going to affect the team and affect United's form and it might come back to haunt them, all the cliches we can think of. And in fact, United have carried on winning 
10 successive victories, uh, five successive home games. Well, home yeah. in inverted commas. One of them was Truro's <laughs> home game, yeah. wasn't it? Um, uh, uh, and uh, despite all those problems, they have been able to play their football, pass the ball, uh, and do their stuff and get the results. Mm. Now, Truro played St Albans on Tuesday, Tuesday night. night. Yeah. I didn't. I meant to look, see what sort of crowd they got down there. Uh, Two hundred and thirty yeah. odd, something like that. So, uh, well, at least it's more than they were getting that's, at Playmore. That's got to be better for <laughs> yeah. them than playing in um, front of forty-nine people at Playmore. That's hasn't right. It? And Peter Masters had said in the build-up to um, uh, to the New Year's Day game that he would make a decision yeah. when yeah. Um, uh, the New Year's Day game was over. Obviously, he derived derived the revenue from that game quite right too. Uh, that will at least have helped him um, to uh, to make a little bit of sense yeah. of it anyway. Yeah. Uh, 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 but y you'd think it's got to be better for them back at Tree oh, Euro, doesn't it? Yeah. I know. I know their opponents don't want to travel down there, and of course, Lee Robinson and most of the team <laughs> live up this way. Indeed. So um, I think they 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 were sanguine either way about it. In fact, I think maybe one or two of them would carry on prefer to carry on playing at Playmore. But uh, there you go. Well, and um, if you particularly if you're supporting an away team, it's a fair old step beyond Torquay down to Truro, isn't absolutely. it? So yeah, all of these things do tend to uh, do tend to make a difference. Don't yes. they? With, with that, Sekou Jane has just scored a third for Torquay. Might do Southampton College are playing well here, aren't they? Yeah, no, they're defending no, pretty very, well. Very, very young side. Yeah. Uh, um, you know, they're, they're playing against pros and uh, the game is going as you as you would expect it to. Yeah. But um, this is damn good experience for them, isn't it? Uh, they've got one or two as a decent little player in midfield there who's been yeah. uh, who's been not bad. And uh, um, no, I, I'm, you know. It's, it's, it's a thoroughly good exercise. The United players have spent the morning looking around the other facilities over at the college. Uh, I've already seen those. Uh, they were kind enough. Chris Todd, of course, former United yeah. centre-half, who's one of the leading lights here. So is Craig Hutchinson, who used to work for United's um, uh, uh, community trust for many time, many years. Or ran it for a couple of years. Yeah. Um, other members of the staff over there include Niall Thompson, who plays for Truro. Uh, um, so... Uh, they're all very keen to to push the facilities here, and um, uh, you know, and, and I'm, I'm sure this is going to be a huge boon. Yeah, Southampton um, College is very much on the up, anyway, isn't it? It's, it is, it's, and and but also, you know, when you've got a facility like this, uh, um, you know, United immediately have latched onto this. There's, they've been using the uh, uh, the all weather pitch at Torquay Academy for several years, and a great boon it's been for them. Um, uh, uh, and you know that's an obviously an older surface, uh, but a club like Torquay, hopefully upward, upwardly mm. mobile, they have to be interested in something like this, don't yeah. they? And uh, and and that's you know duly happened. If they weren't, everybody'd be going, why on earth aren't Torquay <laughs> no, that's using true. Or, that or, or, or or getting involved in in the facilities over at South End College? Uh, um, it not just the pitch; it's the stuff inside the college building is is hugely impressive. Um, uh, the fitness suites, the conditioning areas, treatment yeah. rooms. Um, you know, it's, J Johnson has already mentioned it to us today, hasn't he? You know, it's top quality, and um, yeah. uh, you, you have to. Okay, the local pro club has has to has to be involved, doesn't it? Let's talk a little bit about the pitch then, because this is an absolute state of the art. Four G, three G. I get mixed I up with my telephone it 4G, signal. Yeah, it's 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 the latest four G grass surface. It is 
it's uh, a rubber crumb. It's a full um, full size picture. Oh, it's, it it's enclosed. It's got a fence all around it. Absolutely. We're standing. There's plenty of room for spectators here. Yeah. It's fenced. Um, there's a barrier with the spectators behind it. As I say, there's this little mini stand that we're sitting in. Just off to our left, there's a seated area as well. There's a, a little seated stand. How many no, seats no, in that? Fifty or sixty in there? Yeah, no, a little bit more than that, I think. Yeah. Um, dugouts, training goals. Yeah. You name it. It's got absolutely everything here. There's even a little area for cleaning your boots. Little yeah. scrub. <laughs> Scrubbing uh, machines for cleaning your boots when you come off. You you, you couldn't ask for uh, for much better than this. And of course, there's there's other markings on the pitch for I think hockey. And you uh, you you could play three um three small pitches, small sided games across this as games, well, couldn't you? So it's all marked out for that. Um, no, it's 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 but thoroughly impressive. An artificial pitch of this quality, though, you've got to wonder if that's the future for clubs. Uh, the, the size of Torquay. I mean, this is. Watching the ball move on that surface now, it's pretty good, isn't it? There's not. Um, it I think all of these pitches have different paces. Uh, I remember when United first came down to the National League, they were faced with going to Sutton United and then Maidstone. Uh, and they went to Sutton, um, uh, and that obviously was a, a certain pace of yeah. artificial pitch. And then they went to. I remember talking to Luke Young after United played at Maidenhead the first time. And he said, well, that was completely different to Sutton. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, uh, it, you know, you, you do have uh, uh, these things to cope with. You know, just because they're all weather doesn't mean that they're all going to play exactly the same. Uh, that, that, that doesn't happen. Um, uh, but uh, you and I are pretty traditionalist, aren't we, Guy? And we, we, we love football on grass. Um, is it the future? Well... When it's this quality, you wonder, don't you? You do. When, you it, do. You know, when it, it pitches this good. Um, yeah, uh, and of course, all over the world, more and more countries, particularly ones who, um, uh, you know, where <laughs> the weather is pretty brutal in the winter, i.e., yeah. Russia, yeah. Uh, play. Yeah. Uh, were, were any of the World? No, I don't think any of the World Cup games were played on. No, I don't think they were. were. No. Um, but there are obviously plenty of clubs in, in Russia who play on, on all weather and in European competition. I think there's about a dozen clubs in Scotland, mm. pro clubs in Scotland, yeah. play on, on, on artificial pitches um, for all the, you know, the reasons we, yeah. we know about. And um, there's something that, that kind of makes you feel, oh, no, 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 grass, no, surely. I know. But, um, I'm being won over here in the well, first uh, tour. It would be and, and going back 25 other, the minutes. The other crucial thing is that that, that certainly um, you know you can derive revenue from these pitches seven yeah. days a week. That's 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 and this is of course what's partly behind Clark Osborne's ambitions to to move United to yeah. a new stadium. There's been no talk, by the way, in that respect of whether. Um, it was going to involve an art, uh, you know, an all-weather pitch yeah. at the new stadium. That's I, a point. I, yeah, I, 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 that. I'm pretty sure that the idea was that um, that that would be a grass pitch. But um, of course, uh, there is his plans for that. Also included a, an academy centre, and I'm yeah. sure the academy centre, if if that ever happens, uh, the obvious thing would be to have an all-weather pitch for that. Yeah, it would. Seiko Jani has just added a fourth, by the way, while we were talking there. Shame there's no points at stake. <laughs> they usually stop at four, don't they, yeah. this season? Unlike anyway. Man City yeah. last night. Yeah, <laughs> yes indeed, yeah, nine. Ended up at nine no, in the end? It did, it did, it did, yeah. Uh, uh, with all those Burton, poor Burton fans stuck on the M6 yeah. uh, and unable to get to the game. That, so, that, that brought back a memory for me when I heard about that was when United, of course, played at Old Trafford against Stevenage in the playoff yeah, final. Yeah. I'm pretty sure there was a jam on the M6 that day. I think there and was. Quite a lot of United fans you know, only just made it uh, 
made it made it to Old Trafford for for, for that match. So. With a blank weekend this weekend for Torquay, no game for us, no game for Woking either. Um, Woking won last night. They did. Uh, they be, beat be, Welling 2-0. Um, so they're now... They're two points behind with two games in hand. Yeah. So Effectively, it, and I know you shouldn't get too carried away with this, three points behind because United's goal difference, despite yeah. last night's score, is still significantly better than Woking's. Um, all right, they may well catch that up with their remaining yeah. two games in hand, but at least United's goal difference uh, uh, effectively is worth another point at the moment. So let's call it three points ahead with two games in hand. If you assume that the margin between Torquay and Woking is going to be pretty tight at the end of the it season, looks like which it, it looks it? as if it's going to be, doesn't it? Um, interestingly, of course, the, uh, the next time that Torquay will play is against the team who are currently in third place. Which is Bath. Yes. I mean, they've had been a on a decent run, be. they have, as well, haven't yeah. they? Yeah. What, what, they drew at Slough, by the way, on Tuesday night, who yeah. obviously United beat last Saturday. Um, that's going to be a right set to, isn't it? Uh, um, Bath have already sent what, a thousand tickets yeah. uh, for, for United to sell at Plainmore. It's not all ticket, and, I'm, and people keep asking me about it. I keep stressing, no, it is not all ticket. You can pay on the day. But I think they're trying to get an idea at Bath of yeah. how many United fans might travel. Uh, in view of the, um, uh, 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 the, the, I'm just going to retrieve a ball here, Dave. There you go. I've made myself useful and retrieved the ball. Yeah. Uh, apologies if uh, if a little holiday word crept into the podcast there. Uh, the, the talking United player is somewhat frustrated at slicing the ball out of play. Yeah. yeah. But um, yeah, the, ball I, boy in the middle of the podcast. <laughs> well done. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, that, that, that Bath obviously, quite understandably so, I want to get an idea of how many United players, uh, how many United fans might turn up for that game on January the 19th. Uh, and of course, given the numbers they took to Western Supermare on a Tuesday night, yeah. uh, not long ago, um, uh, well, what do you reckon? Well, I mean, it'll be in the hundreds, won't it? It's, it's not a bad trip well, up I, to Bath, it'll I, be... I, um... I, I, they took what... 11, 1200 yeah, to Western yeah. Sydney on a Tuesday night. You've got to, you've got to be looking at a thousand United fans up there. Talking you're doing Bath. better now than they were back then. Yeah, yes. Um, yeah. So. Not that they were doing badly then, but and Bath, of course, themselves have moved right up into mm. the promotion race over the last few weeks. Thumped Chippenham on yeah. uh, New Year's Day, um, and uh, they're in a good run themselves. So, and it's a well-supported club. Um, so I, you know, well, I mean, Twerton Park's a decent ground, though, oh no, isn't it? There's plenty, holds, plenty holds of room in there. 000, yeah. Plenty of room, lots yeah. of standing terracing, good old-fashioned ground. Bristol Rovers, of course, used to yeah. play there. Um, Tr- Trumpton Park, they call it, apparently. Yeah. Yeah, there go. <laughs> um, and uh, you know, I, I think that might be. I think you'd be looking at at least a thousand yeah. Turkey supporters. Yeah. You know, uh, they'll have had a fortnight without a game. Um, uh, why wouldn't you? No, indeed. So there's all that to look forward to. Um, we should announce at this point there won't be a podcast next week, though. So we'll talk up the Bath game today. Yeah, um, at least we won't have a game to talk about next week. You're away. So that's true. Um, that's, that's, uh, that's, that's good. I hope you have a, a nice little break. Thank you very much. Um, Long-suffering listeners have a week off from us next yeah, week. Yes, that's not a bad so. thing, is it? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Enjoy your week off and yeah. um, the Bath game. Well, hopefully, we've got a, a good game to talk about. And Woking, of course, return. they don't play this Saturday either. It's the trophy, uh, isn't it? It's the trophy, that. and they yeah. were due to play Truro. 
Right. Uh, Truro are away to Stockport County. Good luck to them. Yes, indeed. Um, uh, uh, and uh, so, that, so neither Torquay nor Woking play this Saturday. So it will be as you were. Um, uh, and of course, they're fairly well clear of the rest at the moment. So no one's going to, you know, overtake them or anything like that. Um, uh, so it's just a, 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 an interesting little hiatus in the season. Yeah. Uh, Gary Johnson's already said several times, I think this has come at a good time for us. There's been a lot of games and a lot of pressure. Uh, you, do, you do forget sometimes how young this United team is for the most part. Mm-hmm. Uh, whenever I, I look at Seiko Jane, I keep doing a double take and saying, he, he's got to be more than 18. No, he isn't. <laughs> um, uh, and, uh, you know, it just gives everybody a, a, um, you know, a, a little chance to have a breather, get some fresh training when they've had that, yeah. uh, mentally freshen up, etc., etc., etc. And, um, you know, I think uh, uh, it, should, it should ensure that hopefully the goals come out firing on January the 19th at Twerton Park. Indeed, we'll look forward to that. Um, just... just in as uh, a header just tipped onto the post by the keeper there nicely done um yeah before signing off thanks again for the hospitality here talking united and south devon college magnificent facility up here hopefully everybody will get a chance to see it as the community gets a chance to use it um but uh, yeah marvelous new facility get for torbay indeed um, so thank you very much for listening. This has been the Devon Live Herald Express Talking United Yellow Army podcast, an outside broadcast from behind <laughs> closed doors at the Friendly. Um, and as ever, come, come on, on you yellows. yellows.